Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief. And I'm not so sure if CBS website and the Superhawks need to go to, like, couples counseling, relationship counseling. <laughs> I think they absolutely do. That's a great one. We're going to follow up on that. And I am the Champ, and when I told my wife that I had an investor in the NFBC, she incredulously questioned, Roger invested in you? <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I? They don't call you the champ I, for nothing. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I was kind of taken aback by that, that she would question that. that I, don't, I don't really know what that meant, so we, we just we didn't explore that. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think maybe now, after the past, what, 18 months, we have a different relationship now. There you, there you go. Right? So, so maybe, maybe knowing that, you probably shouldn't have invest, invested. <laughs> But that's okay, my friend. We're only four points. We're 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 only three points out of uh, third place, and we're we're in fourth place, fourth of twelve. So, um, I'm I'm making my move, and as you had aptly pointed out a week or two ago, we get Mike Trout back, and we're going to be cruising through this thing. So, is there any money for third place? No, <laughs> it's first or second, but we're going to we're going to try and get there. We're we're still a ways away. Okay, but uh, hey, we're working on it. All right, anything can happen. Right. Anything can happen. Yeah. So let's talk about your cold open here. What What is going on with the Seward Hawks and uh, CBS? I don't know. He fired off another text this week about uh, the games, American League game starting on Thursday, and it was rained out. They couldn't make adjustments, right? So, yeah. Um, I had to go in, and, and I, I, had, I, I felt some empathy for him, so I went in and, and changed it for the – for the day and people could make adjustments and I went back and changed it uh, um, you know, right before the show here. And j- just as a side note, watch on my – I think the Padres and Nationals play early tomorrow. I mean early. Okay. Like, All right. Hey, well, let's – yeah, you keep you keep talking about this. I'll check. Yeah, I think they might actually – they have to make up a uh, – the game that happened last night with the shooting outside the park. So I think they had a like 11 a.m. schedule, and I think. Hey, can you can you talk about that for a second? I don't, I don't know if I really heard anything about that. Yeah, so I woke up this morning. I guess there were shots fired outside the Nationals Park on the third baseline. The umpires heard it. They were doing a pitching change, and the, the, the one of the umpires cleared the field. Now I'm going off of what I've read early, the early reports, and some cell phone video that have popped up on the internet. Um, it was a little chaotic in the stadium there for a while. And mm. I, I, there's reports, and there's a picture of Machado and Tatis running out of the dugout, ushering fans into the clubhouse, into the tunnel, into the oh, business wow. tunnel, So which is which is kind of really cool. You know what I mean? That yeah. they would do that. Um, yeah. That they reacted like that. So uh, g- good for them. I, I haven't seen any reports of the Nationals doing the same thing again. I don't know if any of this stuff's validated yet. So it's still way too early, and it doesn't seem there's any link between the shooting and the game itself. I think it just happened on that block. Huh. That's so, scary stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm looking at the MLB schedule for tomorrow, and um, it, I, I don't think that game will be rescheduled for tomorrow um, just because uh, – Nationals play the Marlins tomorrow at 7.05. And the Padres, Okay. Uh, let's see, Padres have to travel to Atlanta. 
right. And they have a 720 game tomorrow. So it looks like the first game right now, as as we stand on at 1028 on Sunday morning, the first game on Monday, July 19th, is 510. Okay. Twins and White Sox. So maybe I maybe I read something. Yeah, like I said, it, 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 there's there's reports out there. I don't know how how valid they are as of now. So so, but but should we tell Bob Kirk to get his lineups in today, just in case there's something that happens tomorrow? Right, you get one mulligan per year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he fired off that text, and it was it was it, 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 you could tell that from the text that he was just exasperated. Of the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think they need some sort of couples counseling. Well, imagine this. Imagine Bill, who's only, what, two points behind him, puts a little bit more pressure on him. How these next, uh, what, 12 weeks, 11, not 12 weeks, nine weeks, 10 weeks? Yeah. Yeah, and I think. Maybe it is 12 weeks. I think Bob Bob had uh, Fetty in, in his active roster when. The Nationals gave up those twenty-four runs. No, 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 no. That no. was me. That oh, was that you? was a shot at me. He oh, makes okay. he makes himself feel better by taking a shot at me. Eh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Put others down to increase your self-esteem. That's okay. <laughs> oh, so you That's had okay. I, I I still have Kershaw that you know is being dangled and 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 uh, Yelich. So you know I'm gonna yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll see. The the two of them. Um, look like they're uh, competing for the top spot. And as we talk a little bit later, it sounds like from, from Rick, he's kind of waving the white flag, or at least he's just bemoaning the fact that he's not going to compete. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see in the next couple of weeks whether he gives up or not. Um, all right, let, let's get into some Bush League news. So you, you did a thing this week of the National League worst, right? Yes, because we did the National League's best the previous uh, podcast. Okay, so I'm going to go over some of these names, and um, some of these numbers are pretty bad. So home runs, Sterling is that Sterling Castro? Yes. And Kevin Newman have three homers. Yep. You're playing every day for the most part, right? Yeah, um, and and Castro's he's he's on administrative leave right now, and he might be done for the year. Castro's on administrative leave. Yep. What did what did he same, administratively same type, same type of thing? God. Uh, okay. Domestic violence. All right, so that's his second issue with that, wasn't it? Didn't he have an issue when he was with the Cubs? Um, he had some issues. No, 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 no. no? Um, okay. He wasn't with the. Uh, I, I don't think that was him. That was. Oh uh, gosh, that was Edison. Edison, Edison Russell. Russell. I think right. you're. I think you're talking about. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's bad, that, and that's what I mean about the um, about the Nationals. They're, they're they they should just bust that team up, like they they're done. So uh, RBIs, Kevin Newman has thirteen. So three of those homers have knocked in some runs, <laughs> not many. Oh my boy, goodness. that's that's nothing going on there. That's terrible. No. Uh, it the run score we got Jackie Bradley and Sterling Castro at twenty five. Yeah, and yeah, and I've I've had Castro on my roster the whole. You know, I probably won't be missing all that much. I just need to find a replacement player. I got one for you. Who's that? Alcides Escobar. All right. Well, he's certainly going to see a lot more playing time, isn't he? Yeah, of course he's probably just as bad. <laughs> so, 
Uh, and then you got seven people with zero stolen bases. I'm not even sure that's a big deal anymore. Um, no, probably not. One that kind of surprised me was Dylan Carlson. I expected at least five steals from him and not to get any. Hmm. That's a, that's a big disappointment, particularly when you're, you know, you're, you're leading off, you're hitting in front of, um, a couple of people you're going to try and get in, into, well, nobody wants to get in scoring position. I guess scoring position is, uh, it's pretty much when you're at bat net these days, right? Yeah, ball over the fence. That's scoring position. Yeah. <laughs> and then OPS, Kevin Newman, league league worst of 525. Oof. Yeah, that's, that's bad. bad. And, that's you know, so, but, and I think he's active, right? I think Newman's active on the dude's roster right now. So he ha- Newman has 308 at-bats. Holy smokes. I mean, that's, he's – oh, my gosh. He's played in 85 games. Wow, that is non-productive, huh? Jeez. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving to the to the bump, uh, Zenzatella has two wins. Yes. Yeah. Did you? Did you? That's have just pitching him? and bad luck, I'm sure. Yeah. Did you have him at any point? No, I don't. Well, as I said, I don't have many Colorado pitchers, but that's not true. I have Austin Gomber. Yeah. Okay. Um, Zenzatella is still probably better than Carlos Martinez. Um. Zach Davis has a 59 Ks. Yes. And he's pretty much been in the rotation the whole the whole time. Yeah, I want to say he has like 16 or 17 starts. So, I mean, he's averaging what five strikeouts per nine, six strikeouts per nine, which is, you know, back in the day that used to be fine. I mean, he is kind of a throwback pitcher, right? Yeah, he's he's a contact pitcher. Uh yeah, he yeah. he has 19 starts. Um and that he, that's probably his what he does. I mean, even even the years that he had decent years, he had thirty three starts. He had one hundred twenty four Ks. Sure. Yeah, so so I, I, yeah, I can't be surprised by, yeah. by that. But just it's just a different era. That's all. And and Davies also has uh, one forty five WHIP. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. it looks like it's that's walks. He's got forty eight walks in ninety two innings. And he probably needs to cut that in half. Um, okay, ERA, Patrick Corbin, 5-4-0, this late in the season, man. And, and when I had done this, when I had done this, Raj, this was, uh, before yesterday's game, I think that Corbin, didn't Corbin pitch yesterday? Let me take a look at that. Did he really? Yeah. Because they gave up some, they gave up some runs yesterday, too. Uh, let's just take a look, um. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Okay, uh, where are we at here? He did pitch. He pitched five innings, five and a third, give up six earned runs. So his ERA is now up to five point six six. Yeah, isn't this isn't this the player that the Bearcats were were after and yep. really uh, really really wanted? Had that kind of crazy trade with was it with the Bulls? Yep. Yep, that was the Bulls trade. Mm. Yep. Mm. Um, and then, uh, you know, on a, another note, I'm looking at the box score, and we had talked about this last week. Blake Snell had another bad outing. Yep. Yeah. Jeez, man. Well, as, as the bellwether to the dude's pitching staff, I, you just don't know what to do with him. And, and look how many innings he pitched. Yeah. Blake Snell. Four? And yeah, still four innings. Yeah, more walks than he did strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I, uh, the, the, it, it makes you believe that the Rays knew something when they traded him, right? Because everybody was like, "Wow, the Padres they got they they, they get Blake Snell as well as you uh, Darvish." Well, it hasn't really worked out for him. At least yeah, with Snell. Yeah, not with Snell. Yeah, uh, and then you had a note: Corbin's has an eight oh four OPS against him. <laughs> yes, that's 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 the highest of any of the qualified pitchers. Holy smokes! Yeah, that's. Boy, he's giving up hits and big ones. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, they they are pounding him all over the yard. Yeah, and then we get to the uh, last two notes uh, with the Phillies. Uh, Hector Neris has six blown saves. And That was the most. Yep. yep. And then Aaron Nola has a 331 bad bit. Can you explain that to yep. me again? <laughs> it's pronounced bad bit, and it stands for Batting average of balls in play, um, okay. and his is 331, which kind of tells you, because I want to say the league average is somewhere around 300, 305. So the point of this is, is even though he has the highest BABIP, it might be a little bit of, of bad luck, right? Because balls in play um, could be outs, could be you know seeing eye singles, that type of thing. So it's just another metric to try and uh, – garner the effectiveness of a pitcher and so i'm thinking even though nova is on the the il right now I, I think he's been pitching into a bit of bad luck and that should normalize um over the second half of the season well the i mean th- that's the positive side of looking at aaron nola some of these could be rockets bouncing off the wall absolutely it could be i mean th- there would be other metrics for that right um um hard hit rate against um we can dive deeper into that, should you like to. Yeah. I mean, the bottom, yeah. line, is, the bottom line is that 33% of the balls in play are hits. Yep. Right. Yeah. So that means they're getting good wood on the ball. Uh, not, not, not necessarily. Again, that would go back to, um, you know, these could be seeing eye singles. could be a little, uh, you know, ding shots. It could be hitting the ball the opposite way if the Phillies um, – if the Phillies shift a lot. All right. Uh, so, okay. I, 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 I get that. That, that. Again, that's the positive side on it. Did you get that off of baseball reference? No. I think I got it off the stack cast, I believe. I would just be curious of what Maddox's bat bip is. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, t- we'll t- oh. I don't know if Statcast goes back that far, but maybe we'll, t- you know, Baseball Reference. Maybe we'll we'll take a look at that. Yeah, I'm looking at Baseball Reference now. It and it really doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. I can't see it. I I don't know. I don't know if that stat goes back that far. Uh, I'm going to say that it's it's a stat that's at least five years old, but I don't know. So um, that we can talk about FIP if you want. <laughs> What's FIP again? Fielding independent pitching. Okay. And if you're asking me to describe it, um, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research. All right, so it says the stat measures a pitcher's effectiveness at preventing homers, walks, hit by pitch, and causing strikeouts. So I don't know what that – yeah. I, I see numbers, but I don't, I don't, I don't have anything to compare them to. All right. Yeah, so I, maybe I'll do some research this week on this Babip thing. Yeah. 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 It will give me something to do. <laughs> okay, uh, 
Let's get into some standings review. I, obviously, there's not much change uh, from we, we only had three games, right? Three days uh, were the games. Two, two days. Yeah. Two, was it two days? Yeah. Two days. Yeah. All right. Friday and Saturday. Um, you know, overall, the the Hawks are still in it. I mean, they're still they're still in it. Excuse me. They're still perfect in batting. Uh, 32 pitching, 82 overall. Statmen are two points behind them. Um, the Lakers are, are dropping a little bit each week. Uh, dudes are hanging tough, and and Basura Bulls have really done well over the past couple of weeks. Of course, yeah, got they a, have. You got a lot of guys healthy, so that that helps. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And then you're still at the low 50s. I'm at 47 because my my hitting is just completely falling off and. Um, the Rebs, the Bearcats, and the Ducks—they—they're um, they, the bottom, bottom three. The Rebs are are on the elevator down, with no stops here past couple weeks. Uh, do you think he falls below the Bearcats? Uh, if he takes another hit like um, Trevor Bauer, because his strength what was in his pitching, uh, it, it, it's possible. Um, I mean, the Bearcats have a little bit to do with that. It's going to be it's going to be close. Um, I don't think he actually falls below the Bearcats, but I know the Bearcats will continue to fight the rest of the season. So it's going to be close. But I'm going to say no that that they're probably um, going to still remain in the bottom half, somewhere in the seven eight position. So I will tell you that if the Cubs decide to break it up, he has Bryant and Bias, who would be the two guys that would be traded. Yes, and that could that could fall either way, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, it could. I mean, they could be traded in the National League. So, um, yeah, but. I mean, as, as we talked about, he was kind of prophetic the last time. He, being Sam, owner of Rebel Lines, he was kind of prophetic when he said that next time we talk before he goes back to to college, he would be in third. And what we didn't clarify was that he would be third to last. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Okay, so when you look at Bill's team, I have his team up. We would all agree that Bob's team is where it should be, right? There's not a lot of guys that are that are overperforming that is, that are surprises. I'd agree. Yep. Yeah. When you look at Bill's team, uh, so he's got a couple guys that were a surprise. Jesus Aguilar, can he keep that pace for the next nine weeks? Adam Duvall, can he keep that pace? I mean, it, it, he they could, right? Um, yeah. He's got no one. Uh, he's got no one in the reserves that you think. All right, when this guy gets healthy, he, it's going to be a lot. Be a different team. Um, so I guess they're the question marks. Those two guys, which are huge impacts to his offense, can they keep the pace? Right. Did, didn't he pick up Freddie Freeman? It wasn't it a trade? No. Uh, no? I think – yeah, who picked up Freddie Freeman? Well, well um, the Statmen have Freeman on their team. And that's why him. I was asking, did, did, did they pick oh, him yeah. up in, they, they traded in a him. trade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so I mean, Freeman, he's caught him um, on, on, on a very hot streak. Um, yeah, he has. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess the player that I would worry about would be Adam Duvall. Duvall. Thinking that the Marlins fall out of this. Marlins probably keep Aguilar, but 
who knows what happens with Duvall. He's been very productive, right? He's only batting two twenty nine, but at sixty two RBIs. That's what I mean. RBI. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and and five stolen bases too. Yeah. And and the other guy that could be on the move would be Brian Reynolds. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Bill's got to get through the thirtieth of July, which is the trade deadline. And if he, if all his teams, all his guys are still in the National League, he's still got a real shot at this. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, this is going to affect the standings for for everyone. But um, obviously, the, the, the top two teams um, really have a, a, a lot at stake here. Yeah, and the only other guy I'm, I'm looking at is Di Scalfini, if he can keep that pace, because he he's that guy's been lights out. I mean, ten wins under one whip. Um, you know, if he can keep that that going. I think Urias is who he is. I think that guy's really good. Obviously, DeGrom is. Though they shut him down for a start, but I don't think that's that big of a deal. Um, and then I guess he's got to worry about Kimbrell. I'm sorry, say that again? I guess Bill's got to worry a little bit about Kimbrell being dealt. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. Because, yeah, he, if, he loses, if he loses more um, in the saves category, um, I'm going to pass him, you're going to pass him. And you know that's you know two points. Yeah. And that's that's really t- that's really tough to lose. I mean, as it is, you're only a save behind, and I'm two saves behind him. Yeah. And and just on a side note, Edwin Diaz screwed me over again last night, even though he's not on my team because he cost my pitcher a win. So, yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. Miguel pitched really well for me, and it, him and uh, Ed, Lugo and Diaz just blew up. Jeez, oh man. So, Jacob Stallings, in his last at bat as a space auditor, hits a grand walk off grand slam. Right, good for him. Yeah, that's a big night for him. All right, so yeah, I, as I look at the standings, uh, Bob's team is who it is. Uh, like the old Denny Green, we thought who they who they were, um, and he Bill's got to get through the thirtieth of July to hopefully all his guys are still in the National League at the very least. Yep. Yeah, um, and after that. And then, you know, if they if a couple of the guys get dealt, I, I think maybe he, I don't know, maybe he makes a move. I don't know how much, I don't know how much trade capital he has. but Not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, though, if, if it, you know, some of his guys get dealt the American League, then if I'm the dudes, he has trade capital. And I, I, would, I would try to make a push. Right? Because if Bill would definitely yeah, I, I, I think it depends. You know, the trades with with within the Bush League, and then trades in Major League Baseball. I mean, yeah. that that can that can give you a double whammy, or it could really help you. So that, yeah, that, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So um, we got two weeks before the trade deadline for the for the Major Leagues, and then we'll we'll, we'll kind of see what shakes out within the league itself. Uh, it's going to be a good race, though, coming down to the end. With I, I and I think Rick's still in it. He's had some bad weeks, but I, I think he's still in it if he can get some guys healthy. Um, I, I saw Darvish went on the IL for he's probably going to miss a start. Galsman has a red a red cross next to his name now. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. Uh, fab last night, somewhat of a busy night. No, it was. Um, what ten players acquired by seven owners? Okay, um, Sewerhawks they they dropped Philip Evans, pick up Cole Hamels. Thoughts? 
Yeah, I guess that's 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 fairly speculative. I guess yeah. Cole Hamels was was having his own combine, if you will, over the All Star break, and I, I think Philip Evans has kind of lost lost time to the big Nagowski in Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, and then the Hawks also pick up Victor Gonzalez. Yeah, so there's okay. So, so that's a great point because you had Victor Gonzalez, and of the ten players that were picked up this week, six of them um, are having a redo. Retreads, if you will. Yeah. So Victor went on the IL, and then he he opened twice. Okay. So when he opened, I thought, I, well, you you and I talked about it. There's no Bush League value for an opener. Nope. None. Uh, Bulls pick up Josh Osich. Osich, yep. Okay. I got that one. Uh, and uh, Lancaster's own Travis Jankowski. Is Jankowski playing much with the Phillies? He is. I mean, he, yeah, he's getting playing time. He, okay. He plays, right. And he can steal bases. So even if you stick him in there for a week and he swipes a base, that's a big deal. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and he pinch runs. So, he, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know, it, it, unless you're really hurting. Uh, and if someone goes down, he, he'll play. Though Miller gets a lot of playing time as well. Uh, Look like the only pickup for the Bulls. Those two guys, Statman pick up Andrew Chafin. Yep, his second go round as well. Uh, I guess is a, maybe a in case uh, Noah or not Noah um, Kimbrel in case Kimbrel. Yeah, and he picked up David Bednar, uh, relief pitcher for the Pirates. And, and, and again, I'm guessing that this is this is a backup playing guess and uh, guess in case Richard Rodriguez. Yeah. gets traded from the Pirates. So, yeah, I mean, he's doing a little speculative bidding here um, on closers to try and, just as we talked about, protect that that that, uh, that lead he has over you and I. Yep. Uh, you pick up Austin Nola? Yes. Um, uh, he should be coming back uh, off of the, uh, the IL. I don't know what he's going to look like after this. Um, Jacob Stallings has done a, a decent job just filling in there because I, I can't get um, uh, Gomez, um, my other pick catcher. He, he's just not doing much. Um, can't seem to stay on the field. Yeah, okay. Um, Jan Gomes. Jan Gomes. Jan Gomes, okay. Yeah, he, what, he gets hurt? Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I guess catchers tend to do, right? Yeah, they do. Although he's a decent catcher. He, you're right, he just can't stay healthy. You know, I hate catchers. It's just it's such a hard position. Just to, and it's it's hard to roster two, let alone trying to you know roster three catchers. So just on a side note as well, you know, I made that trade with Rick uh, a couple of weeks ago, and Buster Posey went on the DL. So, so <laughs> I gave him Buster Posey for yeah. Will Smith had four ribs, so the night he came back, uh, and Posey went on the DL. So yeah, go. you seem to you, you seem to uh, discard all of your uh, injured players onto people, yeah, even though it just happens like a week later. That <laughs> right. type of thing. I don't. I don't broken parts. Uh, it's a half of my team's broken parts. So whatever. Um, uh, well, I got twelve. I got twelve. Twelve or thirteen now on the IL. So talk about broken parts. Uh, I picked up Rodolfo Castro. He got sent down to the minors uh, again, but I think he'll be back up when the. When wait, pirate, wait, when did he get sent down? I think he gets sent down late last night. or. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. 
Okay. I, I actually put a bid in, I put a dollar bid in for him because you were a little bit lower in the standings this past week. Um, but I, was that a speculative bid in case uh, Adam Frazier gets traded? Well, I watched the Pirates last weekend. And okay. this guy, I mean, he is who he is. He's young. You know what I mean? He's a, and he's an infielder. Um, but he, he attacks the baseball, man. He's got more. He's got as many homers as Kevin Newman in the week <laughs> that he played. So he's a little more productive than Kevin Newman is. Um, I think he has three homers. Uh, yeah, I, I liked how he attacked the baseball, and I thought uh, my guy O'Neill Cruz got hit in the forearm, so he's gonna he's on the DL for a little bit. So if they do bring up someone, it'll be Castro again, and and he'll get some playing time, and maybe I'll get some production out of him. That's all. Yeah, and, and, and I, I just like the idea. I mean, I put the dollar bid in uh, as a speculative bid um, in case Adam Frazier gets traded. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It, you know, I, I think they might – they're probably going to send him down just to get consistent at bats. There's no reason to bring a 23-year-old up if you're not going to play him. No, nope, right. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Bear, Bearcats pick up Aquino for a dollar. I dropped him for it, Castro. Yep. Or, yeah. Yep. You're, you're, you're cast off. Tom's good at trolling yep. for dollars. Yep. Uh, and the dudes pick up Wilmer Defoe. Yeah. Another one. Another cast off, right? Yeah. He's been kicked around. He's had a couple couple cups of Connor Joe. Yeah. <laughs> that never gets old, by the no, way. Still I, loves that one. It's going to stick. I think it's <laughs> it, it will stick. It has staying power. It does. It, it has a nice ring to it. Um, so yeah, there seems to be some, Hey, let let, let me put a flyer out on this guy for a dollar. No one was bid bought for more than two bucks. So correct. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely flyers. Uh, so, all right. So uh, let's deal with the trade thing. Major league deadline trade. The trade deadline is 30 July end of day, 30 July. Uh, I'm going to put the Bush League trade deadline at 5 August. So uh, all trades need to be submitted by the close of business on 5 August so we can get them approved and and you're, you're able to use them the following Monday. Are you okay with that? Just uh, I'm okay with it. The question is CBS and Bob Kirk okay with it because, you know, since they've been battling, something bad, uh, I, I have a feeling something bad may happen there. Well, I, I can I can set the date as 5 August, so. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's not a problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of course, I, I'll I'll deal with Bob. You know, I'll, I'll have um, like a counseling session with Bob and CBS. And we'll work through any problems. <laughs> How's that? That's perfect. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So that way, and we're, we're, today's the eighteenth, so we only have twelve days left. Yeah, it's going to happen quick. Yeah, it is. Uh, we had a couple trades uh, this week. Jack Peterson goes to the Braves. He hits a homer for him over the weekend. Uh, that's probably good for the Jack Peterson. Whoever owns Jack Peterson, that's probably good for him, right? Yes. Yeah, because he's going to play. Uh, Stephen Vaught goes to the Braves from the Diamondbacks. Yeah, whatever. Um, not really sure. So I, I, this will definitely pick up over the next 12 days. Yeah, it will. It will. Right, and, so, and Peterson is owned by the uh, is owned by the dudes. Okay. So yeah, his playing time will 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 uh, will pick up. Yeah, definitely. Because um, they literally have. I mean, they're, they're. I think they had Orlando Arcia out there in the outfield 
before the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah, so they definitely had to make a move. And you had brought up uh, about Duvall. Maybe Duvall was a good fit to go back to Atlanta, but maybe they didn't want to spend the money. I don't know. Maybe this couldn't work it out. I'm sure yeah, who knows. Them. All right, so a couple weeks ago I told you that, hey, once we were going to meet for the All-Star game, I was going to do a social experiment. Okay. Right? So I, I listened yeah. to this podcast called Think Like an Economist, <clears throat> and it's really interesting. I, I, I listen to it just throughout the day at times when I'm working or cutting the grass or whatever. And it's about 40, 40 to 50 minutes of, uh, you know, economics, sociology, psychology. They're all intermingled. They're all social science. They are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I find it interesting. So uh, I listened to this one. Uh, it was a from this uh, PhD, Robert Cialdini. And he did a study on uh, persuasive behavior, like how to persuade people. And he came up with a couple principles. And when I listened to it, I thought of OPS, right? And this is, okay. where, I'm, this is where I'm going with this. So I, I, my question was, are Bush leaguers still in favor of OPS over batting average? Now, one of the... One of the principles this Dr. Cialdini brought up was uh, principle of commitment and consistency. So it's basically what he's saying is when people make a decision, they want to stick with that position, right? And they're less likely to change their mind within a group if they made that decision openly in a group. So I thought, okay, this is this is interesting. So um, we we decided in February during our Zoom winter meeting uh, to. Re- replace batting average with OPS and it passed eight to two. Right. Okay. And that was an open meeting. That you was would a, say. Right. That was an open meeting. Right. You could, you, Cause I went around Josh, Jamie, Bill, et cetera. Right. I went around and everyone yep. cast their vote. So I thought, I wonder if this principle, uh, I, I'm going to test this commitment and consistency principle. Right. So, uh, I texted everyone individually the same question. Um, if they're still in favor of OPS over batting average, I told them I was going to use the stats, but not mention any names. So it's not open, but they, you know, there's some limitations to this study. So I, right now, as of the 21st, when I finished the study, uh, it was six to four with one, with one caveat. One person got okay, back what's to the me. Caveat? One person got back to me and said, I, uh, I am, but I'm still not. Sh-. He, he thought OPS is you get double the points. I'm, I'm paraphrasing because if you get a home run, you get more OPS at the same time. But you still get more batting average with a home run as well. So I, I don't know. I didn't have to look into it. But anyway, it was it was six to four, which is in six months, um, it's not as significant any any longer. Um, so I, I I was just curious if if everyone was still in favor. And I wanted to test that principle to commitment and consistency. Do you see where I was going with that? Yeah, I, I, I do. Number one, I would be interested to see two of the people who had shifted and, and, and how vehement they were in terms of going from uh, wanting OPS to now not wanting it because it, it dropped by by two. Um, yeah, it's. I, I still think OPS is, is still a better category than batting average. It's, it's, it's not the best category. I would think WOBA would be the best, but that's, that's for another day, another podcast. Yeah, so the other, when I, when I started 
critically thinking of myself of like OPS. I'm not a, I, I, I'm not sold like like the other six are. So he, Cialdini talked about another principle. It's called principle of social proof. Like if you see a lot of people like yourself doing something, you're more likely to do it as well. And I'm wondering if that's what OPS is is starting to gain legs. Meaning within the league or within Major League Baseball in, and in baseball, telecasts? Yeah, baseball in general. Like baseball, okay. baseball fans. Cause, and then I, I try to think about other other changes that I think may be social proof, like tattoos. Like tattoos used to be a, a, a subculture of people. Now it's mainstream. And I'm wondering if, yeah. like, is that the principle of social proof? Other people like myself are doing it. It must be good, right? Beards, like beards, guys grow giant beards now, and and no one bats an eye at it. And I thought about micro beers too. You know why? Why is that? Why that turn into such a big thing? Are they really? Oh, I, I can tell. I, I, I can tell you on that one. I mean, that just simply goes to taste. I mean, if you want yeah. a beer that actually tastes tastes any good, micro beers. I mean, but they've been around for twenty years. Yeah, but now it's huge. Last five. Five ten years, it's it's a huge business. Everyone has them now, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's it, 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 it's it's a long time coming. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying that's I'm saying that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, what they need to have less of is the Anheuser Busch. It, it should flip flop, right? Macro breweries still own eighty percent of the market. Rick, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but it should flip flop. I mean, micro breweries should have eighty percent of the market and. Macro brewery should have twenty percent, but I think that has to do with the changing taste of. So I, I guess it's a little bit of both in terms of your principle of social proof. Yeah, I, I'm not espousing anything. I'm just asking the question. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and and then you can link it to OPS. Is OPS a big deal because of the principle of social proof? I don't know. It's just thought I had. So anyway, all right, all right, yeah. Something no, I, I like it. It should be interesting because um, I'm wondering if somebody is next year um, during the winter meetings is going to bring up OPS or batting average as uh, to flip back uh, in terms of um, a category. Yeah, and there are some limitations to this in a sense that it wasn't uh, anonymous voting, right? Because they knew that I was going to know what, what they voted. And people's behavior changes when they think they're being observed all the time. Okay. Yeah. So, so are you suggesting that next year we need to have a secret ballot? I'm not suggesting anything. I'm, I'm just okay. raising the question. That's all. Uh, no, I just want you to draw a conclusion, though. What would you, what would you like to say? Oh, I, I'd rather have batting average. No, but w- oh, how oh. would you like it voted on? Would you like a secret ballot? Would you like to have it in, in an open, open group? Closed group? No, I, I, I think we do we, we normally do, open group. I, I got no problem okay. with that. I just I just thought it, it was an interesting principle and I wonder if it would it would hold in, in this situation. That's all. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so there you go, boys and girls. Little <laughs> psychosocial lesson. All right. Uh, all star game. Yeah, I, I thought we, we had a good time. It was nice to see Paul at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, it was it, it was a good night. I didn't really see much of the All Star game. You know, it's not really meant to really be watched, right? It's kind of a social show, social event. And you brought your little uh, notebook with you, 
right? I did. I did. <laughs> Made a few notes. So one of the things I find it that Rick had talked about uh, with hazy IPAs, you know, since since he's a, a quasi expert on it now, uh, he said hazy IPAs are 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 good beers because you can fix errors in it. He said you can add you can add ingredients or take ingredients away, and it doesn't that way you to, to to fix the beer essentially. And when I heard him say that, I thought hazy IPAs are like the Bush League, so you can add ingredients to fix the errors. That's what we do with Fab. <laughs> we, we that's a good point away. that's a good comparison yeah so uh so the other other quotes uh that you had is rick seems to think we coerce people into listening to this podcast yeah i, I still think he's suffering from the effects of nine thousand hours in the car with you yeah because he said yeah that that that, that we coerce people to listen to the podcast i don't know i don't know how that's true yeah, I don't know if we coerce them. Uh, the, I have coerced people into doing it. Okay. Yeah, I've, maybe cajole, maybe cajole, but not coerce. Yeah, coerce seems almost criminal. Yeah, cajole. <laughs> right? Yeah, cajole. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, this is going to be brought up forever. You and you and the Lakers uh, are still want uh, documentation on the non qualification of Maley and and Alex Reyes as. Uh, retention picks so just just looking at one category if i had reyes i'd have five more points okay i i don't know i just don't understand how that happened i probably shouldn't give up the fight so easy like i said i should have had my pillow guy fighting for me but that's also for another day uh and then um uh you you pulled the other phillies fans about the trade deadline with specifically with kimbrell yeah, so, uh, okay, so as we stand today, Phillies are at your magical 500, and they're what, four games behind? Yeah, four and a half, four games, yeah, something like four. that. So would you not go all in, or you're just going to still let things slide? I, I mean, I, I think they have – let me jump back for a second, okay? <clears throat> the Bulls were wearing a T-shirt that had – Phillies pennants, 2007, 8, 9, 10, whatever, and it stopped at 2010 on his T-shirt. And I said, I like how your T-shirt ends, making fun of the fact that they didn't get past the Cardinals in 2011. Right. But, you know, you're talking you're talking 11 years now without making a playoff, without making the playoffs. Don't you really think, I'm, I'm going to challenge this again. Don't you, Phillies fans, not just you, Chief, but the rest of the Phillies fans here, don't you want them to kind of, do something here at, at, at the uh, trading deadline? Okay, so they're two and a half games back. Yeah. Right? And their, their run differential, uh, they, they have 409 runs scored, 422 runs against. Um, they, they don't score as many runs as Atlanta. Um, I, I, uh, I don't know. It, it, it would really depend on... How much? What? Well, we don't have a lot to give up the Phillies, so that's not an issue. But like to get someone like Kimbrel, I I don't know what his contract is. I I mean that that would have to be a factor. But my my initial reaction is is still no. I don't think we're. I, yeah, I, I don't think we the team is good enough to to make any 
any run whatsoever in a playoff series. Do you- wow. Wow. That's okay. I, I, if you're saying not this year, I don't, I don't know when then. I mean, it's not going to be next year. I mean, things just continue to get bleak, more bleak for the Phillies in the upcoming years, right? Yeah. I don't know. It, it just seems I, 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 two and a half games, that, that, that's nothing. I know Atlanta is still back at three. I mean, but pretty much the whole East, with the exception of possibly the Marlins, have a chance to win this one. I mean, the, the Mets have just lost, what, four out of five going back to last weekend to the Pirates? Yeah, they lost. The um, I just think I just think there's an opportunity, and if you spent all that money with Bryce Harper and Real Muto, uh, I and I, I would take this opportunity. Well, uh, looking at Kimbrel now, he has a he has uh, his contract basically runs out this year. He, there's a team option for 16 million the next year. Um, okay. So, yeah, it would cost you less than eight million to get him. So, yeah, and, and 16, yeah. For, 16 for the following year if, if you, you think he's healthy. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you wanted him. So maybe, maybe I, I don't know if the Phillies have any value to give up to the Cubs. I, 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 I don't know, but um, it's, I, I wouldn't think with that kind of salary that the Cubs are going to be asking all that much, right? Because if you're the Cubs and you, you break this thing down, look at it from their perspective, right? If you're Jed Hoyer, are you going to pick up that option? On him next year at sixteen million? Uh, probably, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. So, so what that does is lessen his his his, his trade value. In, in that the Cubs probably aren't going to ask for all that much. Yeah. The, and the Cubs, I don't know. I I consider it if I were you, Philly fan. The Cubs are out of it. Yes. You think they're at five? They're yeah, at the Cubs and Cardinals record. are out of it. Hmm. Yeah, eight games out. Yeah, so the Phillies would end up having to play probably the Padres. I, I just thought it was interesting to to an owner how these uh, Phillies fans were just saying they 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 agreed with you, and I just found it to be I I just thought you were in the minority there. But you know, three other owners said no, they wouldn't make this trade. So obviously, uh, you guys know more than I do about the Phillies. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a false hope. But I guess if you're not giving up too much and you don't have to pay him beyond the $8 million this year, maybe it's maybe it's worth it. See, being close in games out to, yeah, to make up two and a half games. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I guess it would depend on what they'd have to give up. But I, I agree with you. You probably won't have to give up a lot because there's no leverage on Chicago's side. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you are right. Maybe I'm, I'm testing my principle to commitment and consistency. Well, well, if, if the Phillies go zero and six this week or something like that, that will, will change everybody's opinion. Or if they go six and zero, it'll change everybody's opinion. Chances are they'll go three and three or something this week. <laughs> which, which, yeah, like they did, yeah, against the <clears throat> the Marlins. I, I guess their game got suspended last night, so we'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. They they won the first game on Friday night, and then. Uh, lost the second game and then they got suspended last night. So, um, uh, they, uh, they're going to complete it tonight. They're going to play another game and a half today. All right. Yeah. So may, maybe next week will, will 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 be the test. You're right. If they win four out of you know four out of six, maybe you maybe you make the call. Um. And then 
the jerseys. Who 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 was the uh, Bush League fan that liked your jerseys? No, it wasn't it wasn't a Bush League fan. Um, it was from somebody else, from an admiring. Well, I guess it was an admiring Bush League fan who I don't really know who they were. They just said, "Hey, I like your jerseys." I'm not sure if that was if they really liked it or if that was kind of like a, a pickup line by this guy. <laughs> oh, from a guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Oh, you're talking about a, a, another customer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that, that was written very awkwardly. I apologize for that. I, I got to sharpen up my writing skills. Yeah, no, that's good. All right. Uh, what were you wearing? The Cardinals jerseys? Or are you wearing the... I was, no, I was wearing the National. It said National. National League, and Bill had the uh, Hank Aaron jersey. Oh, all right. Yeah, nice. I mean, we, 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 weren't, we weren't as dapper as you, you know, starting on the red carpet, but... Uh, <laughs> Hey, we can only do what we can do. I don't know if that's me. All right. Uh, we do have a twib note this week uh, brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. Uh, so I'm reviewing the Iron Hill Brewing Company Hipster Hazy IPA that I had Tuesday night. It's got an 88 on the beer advocate. Okay. Eh. So, eh. you know what? That's that's kind of good, good for you because your responses seem to be so- – in line with Beer Advocate, because you had one um, that was an 87 that you also were just, eh, okay, meh. So I I think this beer needs some fab added to it. (laughs) (laughs) I need to do something with it. Okay, well, Rick would be the expert on that. Yep. Uh, And we had some corrections from last week. Uh, You found, uh, I asked who was the last shortstop to lead the National League in homers. And I threw yeah. out Tulewitzki, maybe. Uh, but you found it was Ernie Banks in 1960. He had 40. Yeah, wow. It goes back, what, o- over 60 years. Yeah, let's play two. Wow, okay. Um, man, Tulo must have been close, though. Yeah, I, I, I didn't check for for just about. I didn't, you know, check for the uh, horseshoes and hand grenades there. But um, it, was, it was Ernie Banks. And actually, he had led in 58 as well, I believe. All right, so Tulu's best year was in 2011. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was 2009. He hit 32, so it really wasn't close. Hmm. Mm. And, and yeah, not back in those days. I mean, people were knocking him out at the rate of, what, 50 or 60. Yeah. He even got into the top five. And and Banks did it in 154. Okay. Not 162. So, uh, all right. And then uh, well, we had a big swing and miss last week with Di Scalfini. We were, we said he, he he didn't give up a home run and he's given up eleven. So. Yeah, that 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 was on me. I don't I don't know how I missed that one. I, I think I must have, couldn't read straight across the columns. You know, but that's not really my fault, right? They they have too many columns and spreadsheets, so you know I can't see straight across those. So. What did uh, you? I, it, it, it's it's my fault, but I'm not taking the blame. <laughs> it reminds me of what you said Tuesday. All the letters confuse me. <laughs> I don't know if you should be driving if you, with a statement like that. Um, okay, and Kyle Hendricks leads the National League allegedly with twenty. Well, yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, somebody might want to check that. <laughs> All right, today in baseball history, 1964, Pete Rose hits his only grand slam off a of Dallas Green, the Phillies pitcher. Uh, Rose wins the World Series as a Phillies with Dallas Green as a manager. Sixteen years later. I'm shocked uh, that he only had one Grand Slam in his career. Yeah. Uh, 1987, Don Mattingly hits a homer in his eighth consecutive game. Donnie Baseball, Dale Long, and Ken Griffey Jr. hold this record. Man, that's impressive, isn't it? 
Yeah, you know, how bad for him. The year that he retires, the next year is when they go on that, uh, you know, that World Series run. Yeah. After he leaves uh, the Yankees. Yeah, it, it is. Well, of course, they had Tino Martinez, so maybe he wouldn't have played anyway. But, um, yeah, he, he had it. I'm looking at Manley now. He had 830 OPS, a seven, or 307 batting average, um, 2,100 hits. He had a really good career. What was his war? Are you, are you there? I am. Where the hell am I going to find his war? Cause, cause, I got it. Because he, yeah, he was a good defender, too. Yeah. I, all the letters confuse me. So, <laughs> I, I, I see O war. I don't know what that is. Yeah, we're just, yeah, I, we're, we're I just okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good defender. He was, a, he was just a really good baseball player. Uh, uh, you know what? I, I'm looking here. His war was uh, was 42.4. That doesn't come close to being um, e- even consideration for the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I just think he's a – yeah, he's he's kind of in that Dick Allen range where he was like a really yeah. good player and people liked him and he productive years. I think he, did, he won a batting title. I don't know if he won an MVP, though. Oh, he did win an MVP. But look, yeah, yeah, he did in the 85. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He, he, had, he finished second in 86. Yeah. Yeah, he had a. Yeah, he had a good career. It, of course, it's it's a little early, and then he then he tails off at the end. He had some injuries, but um, yeah, he was fun to watch. And he he's a good guy. You rooted for him, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, 1990 Twins and Red Sox roll into 10 double plays during their game. It's a pitcher's best friend, man. Double play. Wow, ten. Yeah, I think it was six to four. I think the Twins hit into six. <laughs> twins hit into six, and the Red Sox hit into four. Um, and the night before, the, the teams turned uh, two triple plays on each other. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, you know what? I'm gonna go back and I gotta check that in, in terms of who were on those teams. Was there somebody that rolled into two or three double plays? Uh, yeah, I, I imagine. All right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll check that. I I just want to see yeah. um, who that might be. I wonder if Kirby Puckett was part of that. Yeah, jeez, oh man, yeah that that that's a nice that's a nice friend for a for a uh, a pitcher. All right. Yeah. Uh, what are you walking off with? Yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, I, as you had said at the uh, the opening here. Um, the All Star Gala at Iron Hill was was a lot of fun. Um, saw six of the Bush League owners, a couple um, of wives that were there, and uh, as well as a friend of of the podcast was also there. So you know we can give our shout out to to Paul and hopefully uh, Chief, you have helped him to actually subscribe to the podcast as opposed to having to send each one to him if it makes a difference. But um, it was a good it was a good time there for a couple hours and you know hopefully um, we can do something in, in the postseason to uh, to celebrate somebody's championship. It's not gonna be mine, but to celebrate somebody's championship. Yeah, somebody will win it, right? And that helps yeah, yeah well yeah you know I I don't really like it when it's somebody other than me, but um, you know, somebody I guess somebody has to win. By the way, I need to take exception to 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 your text. Because um, you had said this, like Bob was running away with this is the biggest lead in you know ten or fifteen years or something is is what you had said, right? 
No, I said he had the best team in 15 years. Okay. I, I'm not sure how you measure that, but uh, I, I think you might want to take a look at the 2018 Space Auditors. Yeah, I, I, I just said it all. Before, I mean, only four years ago, three years ago. Yeah, and I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I was just saying. Uh, my my feelings are hurt. And I need you to apologize now on the air. I'm not, you can cancel me. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> it's a joke. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings if they did. I may might not be the best team of fifteen years. I was just exaggerating for for effect. That's all. Okay, so so it was a bit of hyperbole on your part. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I feel a little bit better now. Okay. okay. <laughs> what are you walking off with, Chief? I just wear the regular uniforms in the all star game. Just, just wear the regular. Baseball's not the NFL. They're not the NBA. Just wear your team's uniforms like they did for the last ninety effing years. I, I hate these. So you, uniforms. you weren't digging, you weren't digging those uniforms. I don't need to see an all-star patch or a logo. I know you're an all-star. It's the title of the game I'm watching. I don't need all. Just wear your damn uniforms. Why, why do we do this? Why, why do we change for the sake of change? Um, I, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said they aren't the NFL or the NBA. I think they want to be. They're, they're, they're trying to attract that younger fan base. Let's, let's, let's be honest. Baseball's average, the average age of the fan is the same age, average age of the Bush League. Right? I mean, baseball has some real struggles moving forward trying to attract younger viewers. And I, I, obviously, this is just a very tiny piece of that overall puzzle. Um, and I would agree with you. I, I thought the uniforms were, were, were hideous. Yeah, they're bad. I, 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 it, it frustrates me to no end when I see stuff like this. It frustrates me to no end. And so I've heard you say that stat before. Is that just in the U.S. or is that to include other countries? Uh, you know what? I, I, I read this somewhere, so I, I don't know what the actual stats are. I mean, if you really want it. I, it, it would be great if Baseball Reference had it because I, I believe basically everything that Baseball Reference puts out there or Statcast. So I don't know how that's really measured, or if they're like if they say they categorize fans by casual fans versus hardcore fans. I, I got to believe that's more toward hardcore fans because at the younger age, I, I can't believe that they enjoy day in day out over a 162 game season or 180 days. It, it's just hard, right? Because I, I think everybody's geared more towards football. You do it once a week, uh, you put your bets down, and then you watch it the next week, right? I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with football and their popularity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. But I, I really don't I, – I, I hate those uniforms. I hate those city uniforms that they're wearing. I, I can't stand it. And Hopefully this is – okay, well, let me ask you something. Do you also despise, I don't know, the Phillies kind of wear sometimes the throwback jerseys, right? The powder blues, that type of thing, which is an homage to teams in the past. Do you dislike that, or are you okay with that? Uh, no, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with it. They wear a Sunday afternoon home jersey. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. As long as it's part of a routine. Maybe, maybe, that's, okay. what I, maybe that's what my thing is. It's a routine. I don't, I don't. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking through my. Issues. I guess the routine is is that every All Star game they're going to be doing this. So. Yeah, and I'm going to have. I, I think it's called <laughs> co- cognitive dissonance. 
I'm going to have to justify so, my feeling of okay. why my feeling so, doesn't so, match reality. <laughs> so, so next year, in, in order to help you out, you just need to drink more hipster hazy IPAs at Iron Hill, and yeah. then it won't bother you as much. I got to find a new one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of like I think I explained it like Aaron Judge. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> indifferent to him. All right. Uh, so we got one more podcast in July. Then we're going to, when we break August, uh, we're going to start having uh, guests starting with the bottom. Right? Yes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll probably lead off. Um, I'll, I'll send out a text to the Ducks and see if they're available for podcast on August 1st. Okay. And then we have to send, uh, we got a back channel to get the Bearcats on the following week. Um, actually, I found a company um, out toward your way that will send homing pigeons that <laughs> hopefully um, the, uh, the the squirrels nor the hawks will eat uh, to arrive in Leesport, Pennsylvania. So we'll send that out shortly to uh, to the Bearcats. Maybe we should go on the road for the Bearcats. Uh, say again? Maybe we should go on the road for the Bearcats. Go show up at his house. I don't know. It's uh, it, it's getting it's getting tougher to communicate, right? It's like it's like trying to negotiate with Putin. <laughs> we have to go through more layers to get to Tom. <laughs> that Biden does yeah. to get to Putin. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if he speaks a different language, right? We're not even sure if he's still there. I mean, like e- even uh, the leader of North Korea has more pictures than we've seen of Tom. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what? <laughs> So what we need is somebody Texas that that has actually um, actually spoken to him or actually has seen him um, since 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 the draft. Because I think he's gone under underground. Maybe maybe he's uh, working uh, with North Korea, huh? What's his name? Uh, I don't know that guy's name. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, we don't know. So next time we see Tom, he could actually be you know two hundred and eighty pounds, or he could be a buck forty or something like that. We don't know. We don't know what he looks like. Yeah, so people need, text us. We need a yeah, video of it, him like waving off of his deck, so we don't. We're calling. <laughs> we we're calling on the paparazzi to get pictures of him, <laughs> and we will pay five bucks for a picture. <laughs> yeah, at most. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five bucks now. By the time it rolls around, maybe a dollar. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh, tentatively August 1st with the Ducks, August 8th with the Bearcats, and then we'll August 15th with the Rebs before he goes to back to college, which I, I think he goes back the following weekend. And yeah. uh, we're going to test his uh, I'll be in third place attitude. <laughs> yeah, you bring that up. I won't. Yeah, I'll be in third place. Uh, okay, champ, you got anything else? That's all, Chief. Uh, Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you uh, next Sunday. All right, buddy. See you.